Hello and welcome back to the Timbers from the Spot podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Tyler. And this is the Timbers season recap and off-season podcast. Uh, before we start, we just got to start it off with possibly the saddest news. Steve Clark has announced that he is leaving the Timbers. Yep. Uh, he will not be renewing his contract. Couldn't come to an agreement with the, yeah. the team, yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks. We'd, uh, we'd like to thank you, Steve Clark. For, for all you've done. Like, you were a great keeper for us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we hope you find a good situation next. And, uh, I mean, we'll talk about the keeper options a little yeah. more yeah. when we get to the offseason part. But we just thought we'd start off with that in case you guys hadn't seen it yet. I mean, probably the first offseason news for the Timbers so far. Yeah. Um, I guess we can also say, too, we know now, based off the last people's in the last episode, um, none of the Timbers got picked up by Charlotte. Charlotte was very dumb. So for that. That is very they picked dumb. up two players and then yeah. just traded them right away. Which yeah. is very dumb. So uh, we will take that. Almost everybody said that Polo would be gone in that. Draft. Yeah, he was. So not. and he probably should have been if Charlotte was smart. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we will take that. Uh, love to see Polo still on the team. Maliala, everybody. So yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, Steve. Yes. Hopefully, it goes well wherever you end up. Um, all right. So now. Let's get into this season. Let's take us all yeah. the way back to the start of April. We were in the CONCACAF Champions League. Yep. We had just gotten Marathon. You know, we were we were going to win this. That was the consensus pretty much. Yeah. All the all the pot one teams were supposed to win their mm-hmm. first round matchup. And we go to Honduras, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe. And uh, we, we struggle. The pitch yeah, was very we, bad. <laughs> yeah, it was that? the first game of the season. You know, it looked very discombobulated. We ended up drawing 2-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, as worried as some fans might have been, we were going into a home game against them. We are going to have the fans behind us 25%. This is when it was still 25% capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that this, that, I mean, we killed them. Yeah. 5-0, we really showed our strength. We were on our pitch. We knew how to play. Jimmy gets a hat trick. Which, of course, is not an MLS hat trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's still a hat trick. We'll still take that. Yeah. Um, which also, I think it's interesting. Let's go through the lineup for these first games. Just to, you know, just to see how it's changed over the season. So, I mean, you still got Steve. You got the same back line. You got Bravo, Park, Mommy Oliver, and Rankin. Um, obviously, Williamson's in for these games. Um, yeah, so the, I mean, yeah, the starting lineup for the first game is eerily similar similar to the lineup at the end. It really is. Except yeah. Blanco in for Valeri mm-hmm. and Paredes in for Williamson. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a good like show of the fact that we had not that many key injuries. It, because, you know, obviously we have an injury to like Williamson, we have an injury to Polo, we have an injury to Joe May, we have an injury to Jeff, but those weren't like, besides Williamson, yeah. they weren't really our key players. And then Valeri obviously just dropped off the face of the earth yeah. with his play. And Blanco comes back from his injury. I mean, it's just a very good sign looking at it, you know. You yeah. expect kind of a, a mass difference, and there really wasn't any. And, I mean, even with the Williamson injury, Paredes and Fochive stepped up. This yeah. was even before Fochive, so at that point, Paredes stepped up. Um, Zambrano stepped up, too. I think Zambrano was actually starting at some point in some yes. of these games. Yeah. Um, and then Paredes stepped up, I think after Fochive came into the team, really. Mm-hmm. is when Paredes started to take over that role um but yeah i think <laughs> we literally the, the entire time that we've done this podcast i talk about it all the time the depth in this team um is really what got us to almost cup this year yeah um we are not there if we don't have the depth and i don't think a lot of teams have that depth so 
that was that was really good to see for this next season too. Um, which hopefully we won't need to use as much of that job this season if yeah. everything goes well. But uh, yeah, uh, guys stepping up, good to see. Yeah, and then we come to the first game of the MLS season. Uh, we we are we're with our friends. We decide to go to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the Timber season opener, and we lose. I, I think this is probably one of the worst games of the season. That was awful, yeah. Like, just in terms of Portland, just had nothing going forward. Lose 1-0 to Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, each team has two shots on target. It was not a pretty game at all. No. And that, game, that was a pretty discouraging one to start the season, I will say. Especially when our friends were like, can we go now? You know, do yeah, we have to yeah. stay here this whole time? And we're like, yes. Yeah, we have, we have to finish the game. We have to see this. We have to see this out. Yeah. Um, it was just a pretty... Bad game. I do specifically remember that one. Um, yeah. It was just... I mean, to be fair, coming off of the Champions League games, um, this was only five days after the 5-0 at home against Marathon. Um, and, I mean, it's in Vancouver, but it was still a rough start to the season. It was not in Vancouver. It, <laughs> it was wasn't. It was when they were in uh, Rio Tinto. Oh, still. Yeah, yeah. Because of, yeah, this is before they moved, so there were no fans. Yeah. So that made it bad. But, uh, but yeah, then we go into yeah. the... First MLS home game, Tyler and I are both in attendance. Mm-hmm. Beat Houston two one, a very nice turnaround. It was a, it was kind of a rotated team because we had the first leg against Club America of the Concacaf Champions League. Yes, wonderful home game, probably one of my favorite games of the season. You know, there's obvious favorites like the playoff games and the Seattle game, but I think outside of like that scope of everyone would be like, yeah, that was a, of course that would be a fun game. Yeah, this is probably one of my most fun games because. I hadn't been to a lot of soccer games at that point. So to be in that like atmosphere and to have the Club America fans right behind us, just being rowdy as can be, yeah. and then having us tied up at the death with a Felipe Mora penalty, yeah, that I was, think it was quite wonderful. Yeah, that, that penalty was celebrated like a win yeah. in that stadium. Yeah, And that was, what, 25 or 50% capacity? That was a it really was 25. small. It was 25, yeah. And that was still a lot of fun. I can't even imagine if that game were full capacity. That yeah. would have been that would have been a lot of fun. Um, the fights in that game, everything. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So then we get into May um, and get run over by Dallas. Yeah, with a very rotated yeah. squad. I mean, let's let's look at the squad. We've got Hunter, and then you know the back line: Bravo, Zuparic, McGraw, Bonilla, and then at CDMs we have Polo and Zambrano, and then out wide we have Loria, Bodily, in the middle: Jimmy Chara, Felipe Mora. I mean, this team looked exactly like you expected them yeah, to play. Because this is right which is no chemistry at all. Yeah. I mean, we get blown out of the water by Dallas, a team who would, uh, you know, is ends up like in the bottom three. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a fully throwaway game. Yes. To go into Club America again, which we have to go into Mexico City for this one, and we of course lose. Um, which it wasn't a terrible game in Mexico City, but. We were never going to win that game. No. <laughs> we're being honest, yeah. That it was a very bad. tough game to win. Yeah. Uh, we were just missing one or two pieces. Yeah. You know, this one of the games where Valeri really started to show his age. Uh, he just couldn't keep up with Club America. Yeah. I think this was the first game that I was really like, yeah, I don't know if Valeri is, uh, is going to make it through this season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As a, as a starting, starting player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then after that it goes pretty... It's pretty up and down after that, I guess. You we say. roll into the first Sounders game where, uh, you know, you have Rui Diaz hit a penalty and Freddie Montero score. But also, 
you have Diego Valeri miss not one, which is called back because Fry was off his line yeah. too quickly, but you have his, he misses the second one as well. And that's a draw at 1-1, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a draw at 1-1. Yeah. Um, the only thing we can say from this game is the fact that Bill hits a sweet free kick. Oh, nasty free kick by Bill. Nasty free <laughs> kick. But, I mean, it's... This is, uh, you know, this this was a terrible game. Yeah, not not a fun one in Providence Park. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were up as high up as you can be, in the on the I don't know the right side of the Timbers Army. We're like like on the right. I don't know how to explain it. We're uh, behind the benches. We're behind the benches. Up where the Seattle fans would usually be. Kind yeah, of. yeah. And we are yeah. in the last row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were up there. Yeah, um, we we got to be there, but it was it was not a fun one. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get the San Jose away game, uh, 2-0. The famous Logan Ketterer game. Yes. Legend of the club from now on. Uh, that was a good game. Um, we get a 3-0 at home against the Galaxy. Another great game. Because of the red card. Yeah. Where Polo oh, yes. then gets hurt. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> good game, but, but bad game at the same time. And then this was kind of... You know, we go into this international break and we just get destroyed by Philly. Yeah, and this is yeah. one of the games that really epitomizes just how bad our set piece defending was. Two of their goals were off of set pieces. Third was, I, I guess, it was technically off a of set piece, but it was mm-hmm. kind of after it was after the ball had been recycled yeah. after a set piece. And I mean, this game was just we just got blown out of the water by Philly. Yeah, I mean, we had nothing going forward in that game either. That yeah. was a yeah, Philly just kind of dominated us in that game. And um, this was with a pretty much full lineup. Except for, you know, you had Bill and Vermabiala, and that was it. But that's... And we almost thought at some point that Bill could start because he was playing so well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a almost a full lineup. Yeah. Um, and then the right run. after the international break, we come back with a nice 2-1 win against Sporting KC. Mm-hmm. Followed by a 2-2 draw to Houston, which, you know, was one that we kind of celebrated like a win because Bobasi scores the la- one of the last-minute goals. Yeah. I think this is a Bobasi's last goal for us. It might have been with the nasty assist by Maviola. Yeah. Might we add to that. Right yeah. back, Maviola. <laughs> and then we go and we lose 1-0 to Minnesota. Yes. And we just get battered 4-1 by Austin. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this was a Bobasi's last goal, I think. Yeah. Where this is probably... Yeah, yeah. Like, as bad as the 6-2 to Seattle was... I think this 4-1 to Austin might have been the worst loss that of the was, season. That was bad. I remember watching that and thinking it couldn't get much worse. Because Austin was, was terrible. They couldn't score. Terrible <laughs> at yeah. this time. They still, they continued. They weren't just bad. Yeah. They were terrible at this point. Yeah. That, that four goals was like half of what they had scored like the whole season at that point. Yeah, no. They, the and most they came they, out and killed us. The most they had scored at home was one or two. Yeah. Yeah. And then they come out and win 4-1. Yeah. Um, that place was rocking on that night. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of yeah. get it turned around a little bit. A 1-0 against Dallas. No, that was a Bobasi's last goal. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm forgetting a lot of gym. Should, should we goals. check the LAFC game just to make sure it was not a Bobasi's last goal? Well, we have a few more games to go until a Bobasi's last game. So yeah, let's see. Yeah. Okay. The LAFC game was not. I think it might have. I think it might be that Dallas game. Dallas game, right? Or Minnesota game? Minnesota game. Minnesota. Yeah. No. Oh, the Minnesota Minnesota. game was... This was was Felipe Mora's run right here. Right in this area. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we reach... Then we get the 2-1 loss to Minnesota. And then we have the terrible 4-1 to the Galaxy. 
which uh, that was actually Bobsey's last goal. I do remember that. Goal. <laughs> okay. I will okay. not. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go into the one-one against San Jose, where news comes out before that Bobsey's being traded to San Jose. We're crushed at that point. In the game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this this game was just bad <laughs> all oh, around. Yeah. They outshot us in terms of shots on target. I mean, Diego Chara gets a second yellow red card mm-hmm. afterwards. Which was, I remember that one being questionable. Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, and I also, that was a, oh no, Bobasi's gone, can we still be good? Yeah. Kind of because at this point we yeah. didn't have any Escoda, and we were wondering, you know, who's going to back up Mora? Is Mora just going to have to kill himself out there? Yeah. Just running 90 <laughs> minutes every single week? Like Brian Fernandez-esque performance every game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean... Do you, at this point, we were thinking, yeah, somebody's got to come into this team. Somebody, the front office needs to sign somebody to bring into this team at this point, with the Bobasi being out, with everybody else being out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we go and we get a solid win against RSL at home again after that, 3 2. Yeah. Um, and it was looking up. And then arguably one of the worst games in a long time for the Timbers. Yep. A 6 2 at home. We don't have to talk about that too much. No. We don't, yeah, because, you know. We we'll get to we'll get to Seattle's downfall later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then we get a one one against KC, three um, one again against Austin in Austin. Um, and then this is the point where we split our season in yeah, half. Yeah, is from that three one Austin loss on. It's season part two. Yeah, we look completely new. We start. We go to Seattle. Everyone's dreading the worst. You know. Everybody we talked to in Seattle. Because after that episode we talked about, yeah, yeah, everybody's like, yeah, we're not winning this game. Like, we're here, but we're not winning this game. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 2-0 against Seattle. Miracle, oh my goodness. That was absolutely Turn around. And then boom, 2-0 against Houston. Boom, 1-0 against Vancouver. Boom, 2-2 draw against Colorado when we were down a man. And and at that point, Colorado was second in the league, I believe. Yeah. Or second in the West. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Boom, 2-1 against LAFC. 6-1 against Salt Lake. 2-1 2-1 against LAFC, 1-0 against Inter-Miami. And then and then we take a little bit of a step back here. Yeah. 2-1 loss against LA Galaxy, mm-hmm. 3-2 loss against Vancouver, which showed that we were just tired. No one was hustling in that game. It was just a really bad that game. That was a bad one. We were up 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was at home. That was not a good game. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of games in this stretch, too. Um, it's a pretty compact schedule. you got a game the 19th, the 25th, the 29th. You go to the 3rd. There's a little break before the Galaxy, but then it's the 16th, the 20th, the 23rd, the 27th. 7th, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's a really compact schedule. Yeah, and we turn around and get beat to bad 2-0 by Colorado. Mm-hmm. And this is the point where, because I would expressed it many times during the season, yeah. did we peak too early? Yeah. The wheels that we just put on, have they fallen off? Yeah. And to this team's credit, they showed that they did. They came out and beat uh, San Jose 2-0, where we get the lovely Dairo and Espria bicycle kick. Beautiful, yes. Then we beat Salt Lake 3-1. We take revenge for everything that happened. We beat Austin 3-0, and we can breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah. Because we've got our home game. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was we're, a good We're very good. Yeah. And then everyone knows how the playoffs went. We don't have to talk too much about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this Minnesota game was big, too, because that clinched us. The MLS Cup, basically. Yeah. That game put us on MLS Cup, yeah. Um, and, I mean, before this, before this big run that we just talked about, um, really up until the Seattle game, even we were like, is Geo staying? Yeah. <laughs> and I think at this point it's pretty uh, pretty easy to say that Geo will be sticking around. 
Yes. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Um, I, I, I never was really like, yeah, this is all Gio's fault. Um, I know a lot of people were, but I think it showed. Um, after that Austin game, it was kind of like the, everybody realized, yeah, this is not, we cannot do this. Like, we cannot no. keep playing like this. Um, I remember Blanco's interview after that. He was he was mad. He was really mad. He was like, "Yeah, this is not this is not okay." Mm-hmm. Um, and it showed because then we go into the playoffs. We beat Colorado in Colorado. We go. We beat RSL at home, and then we know how it goes after that. Yeah. But I overall, I'm gonna say it was a obviously it's a successful season. Yes. Um, Very much a successful season. Yeah, definitely. Above the expectations that everybody set towards the midway point of the season. Because I think going in, everybody was like, yeah, we could go and have a really good season here. And then it looked like we weren't going to. Yeah. But we did. And I'm going to say that a lot of it's up to Gio. Yeah. At this point. I think I think one thing Gio's really good at is inspiring his players. Yeah. I think he was. I think he's really good at sitting him down. I think that's exactly what happened after the Austin game. He sat him down. He said, guys, we can't keep doing this. You know, we're much better than this. I think Blanco had a part in that too. He, I mean, he's our, a, you know, for as much as Diego Char is our captain, I think Blanco is probably our vocal leader. Oh, definitely, say. yeah. Lit yeah. a fire under everyone, mm-hmm. you know. It's, I mean, it's just, it was incredible to watch. <laughs> Might have helped Blanco get out of a couple of yellows if he was actually the captain. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I, w- I was actually very glad to see, um, I know Valeri, um, in the last game, he had, he what we've talked about it almost every game that he's played in. Um, he is not that good. <laughs> but he had a, I would argue, his best game of the season against NYC in the final. Yeah. So I was, I was really happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, everybody. It, that was just a, it was a good game all around. We already talked about it. Felipe Moore's goal, forever legendary. Yeah. Um, I, I support Jake Zivin's, uh, his petition. He doesn't actually have a petition. But he wants to start a petition to have the New York trip against the Red Bull changed to NYC, and I support it. Yeah, because, well, the same weekend, I think, is uh, KC is going to NYCFC. Yeah, just switch it. Yeah. Why? That's, like, usually one of the biggest selling points for, like, the season after is the Super Bowl rematch. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the biggest selling point is, like, I said Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I was Because I was going to reference yeah. the NFL. Yeah. Is yeah. that's always the thing in the NFL is they always schedule a meeting the season after. And they're like, let's get this Super Bowl rematch. Because, again, the teams are still going to be good. The teams are not really going to fall off a cliff. And so, you know, you want to have them play again so you can build that up and you can air it on national TV. Be like, guys, you guys watched these before. You guys watched this before. Remember how good of a game it was? Remember that last-minute winner? Remember how cool that was? Yeah. They're playing again. So you want to watch them. In New York, too. Yeah. I think that's a pretty big selling point, too. Just the fact that it's in New York, kind of in Portland, bring it back to New York, see if we can beat them there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to see that game. But maybe we'll see. Hey, I'm glad we're not seeing that game, so we don't have to see them play in Yankee Stadium. That's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe we'll see them again in the final. Maybe. maybe. Who knows? Oh. It would be destiny if we see them at Providence Park again in the final. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be insane. Um, All right. What was yeah. your favorite game of the season? I think we might have the same answer here. I already kind of said mine was Club America, but that was like taking away a couple games out of the picture. Yeah. Over the whole season, which game was your favorite? I mean, it's kind of 
subjective, but being in Seattle for that 2-0 was... Yeah, that, that's yeah. why we have the same I think, answer. Yeah, I mean... That being, 2-0 against Seattle was thrilling. Yeah, and just being in Seattle and watching them all be so sad and flip us off, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's great, yeah. Yeah, come on. What are you gonna... <laughs> It's, yeah, it's so do, good, yeah. like looking, like scoring the second goal and looking over right, and seeing yeah, people leave. Yeah, and just like they're, you talk to them and they're trying to, they, they're talking back, but there's nothing they can say. Oh, that's so. Good. They're always oh, like six God. two, six two. Yeah, bro, we don't care anymore. Yeah, six two. Okay, we go and beat you two and at home. You go out in the first round of RSL. Okay, keep talking, keep talking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, that's for me, and that's the turning point of the season too. Yeah. That, that was just like for the, just beating Seattle in Seattle. Yeah. Also, we should not have in the in the form that we were in, we we're not going to win that game. No. So I mean everyone I mean people were like I not only were we like we're gonna lose, we're probably I think we're th- we're thinking we're gonna get beat down. Yeah, the Thorns lose before that too. Here's the thing we if, just watched the Thorns lose. If if the Timbers do get beat down in that game, Gio's probably gone. He I think so. I don't think he could survive another I, bad loss. Somebody said that to us, I think, up in the stands. Right? When we were asking people, they're like, yeah, if we lose this game, bad. Like, Geo's probably gone. And yeah. I mean, I, I think if we go in and lose, it wasn't going to be 6-2, but we go in and lose that 2-0, 3-0, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And not only that, but then we have to go home sad. Oh, yeah, that would have been a bad Then instead of us recording yeah. it ecstatic in the conference room in the hotel, yeah, yeah. then yeah. we're just there sitting there sad. Yeah, that, that would not have been fun, yeah. Exactly. Alright, what was your least favorite game of the season? Which, we'll probably have the same answer here as well. I mean, luckily I wasn't in the building for the 6-2. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were in my seats for that one. Um, yeah, that was so much fun. I mean, that that one... I'm trying to think if it was the worst one. Let's, okay, let's let's start taking... Okay, for the, for the best game, let's take out the Seattle game. Let's take out the Club America game. Yeah. And let's take out all the playoff games. No playoffs? Best regular season game. Okay, no playoffs. Besides the Seattle game. Oh, that's tough. Um, yeah, see, this this is like, your, I guess, like your second favorite regular season yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the Club America one, obviously, is up there. That's, that's not regular, regular season. season. Yeah, I know, I know. That's not regular season. Um, oh, there's so many. I The 3-0 at home against Austin was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That was a really good performance, too. Um, I. I've got one, and as soon as I say it, you're gonna be like, you're gonna, you're gonna say how. Oh, oh, that. the six-one against RSL. No. No. Two-one against LAFC, July twenty-first. Diego Valeri scores his hundredth goal in the second oh, minute. Yes. And then okay. Felipe Mora scores the winner in the ninety-third. Yeah, yes. That. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. How did I forget about that one? Yeah, that was insane. I was there for that one too. Were you there? Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, that one was. Yeah. That was that was the first game of the season I went with my dad to. That was and insane. I, I, yeah, I remember it because he was like, "We're we're going to more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. I, okay, that's true. I that was the uh, the best that I had seen Providence Park actually until later in the season for like the later games and playoffs yeah. after Felipe Moore scored that. Felipe Moore had some big goals. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> He just because he, he can he's always he's a poacher. Yeah. He's a poacher. That was a really good one too. That was a header, right? Well, yeah. Not even glancing up. It yeah. was a, it was Blanco. Yeah, Blanco. So yeah, because Blanco came in. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. was that was very. That good. was an incredible. Yeah. I mean, that was it was elation. <laughs> yeah. Because it continues the win streak. It's we had, we had some really good moments this yeah. season. Yes. 
Yeah, well, not that, the win streak, but the unbeaten streak. In terms of pure joy, yeah, I think the second goal in Seattle, that goal for Felipe Mora, and then his his goal in MLS Cup. Yeah. And, oh, Maviala. Maviala's goal mm-hmm. in uh, Colorado. Yeah. Those are those are my moments, I think. Yeah. And Dyron's bike. Which, which was, we didn't get to watch. Also. Yeah. We didn't get to watch, really, so that's why I didn't really couldn't include it. It's just because yeah. we just yeah. weren't able to watch it. But I think you should have won Cool Year for that. Yeah. So yeah, we're being over being. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Worst game of the season. Take out the Austin games. Take out the Seattle game. No Austin. No Austin. Because because if I take out the Seattle, it's going to be one of the Austin games. Yeah. So take out the Austin games. It, think a little deeper. I think it's got to be Philly. That was rough to watch. That was early too, but that one was rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna the take, Galaxy game was bad. Too. That was going to bring up the 4-1 Galaxy yeah. loss where we just got and, smoked. Um, the second 3-1, well, Austin, never mind. Yeah. Um, other than that, there weren't very many terrible games, honestly. Yeah, except for the first Vancouver one. Yeah, but that doesn't... Oh, the, the Vancouver game at home. That was bad. Yeah, second actually, half yes. was awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, Look, I mean, we have a lot to choose from for bad Timbers games because, again, the Timbers yeah. were... Bad. It was the a first very half of the up season. and down. Yeah. Even in the middle, there was times it just was not good. No. So even going into, because he said we peaked, and then once you kind of were talking about our peak, we had some bad games after that. Yeah. I mean the 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 uh, the two one to Galaxy was a was a bad loss. Van Rankin mm-hmm. gives up the last minute penalty. Yeah. Vancouver loss was bad because we just showed no effort. Van Rankin gave up the penalty. Yeah. Colorado loss was bad because they just ran over us and it looked like we were just you know. Fish out of water. Yeah. We looked like flounders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, this is this is a great season. 55 points, uh, six off top, you know, mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference, we would have been second. Yeah. I mean, this is just an incredible season. After the, our terrible goal differential, we end up with four. Oh, yeah, that was a big point through the season, too. We were awful. Goal yeah. differential, yeah. Um, at some at one point we had the worst goal differential in the West. Yeah. Ended up with bad. the fourth best. That is not too bad. Fourth, so. And well, yeah, <laughs> right, right where we needed to be. Yeah. Yeah, everything kind of went exactly how it needed to go. Mm-hmm. For everything to fall into place, mm-hmm. so actually, <laughs> arguably one of the best games of the season was RSL against KC. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> arguably that is up there. Yeah. I celebrated that last goal just as much as I did some of the other goals this season. Yeah. Probably more than most of the goals this season. So. I, I don't think I ever realized this, but when you search up Timbers and it shows mascot, it just says Joey Weber. Really? You, I thought it would say like Timber Joey. <laughs> yeah. It just says Joey Weber. <laughs> That's funny. Weber, but... wow. All right. Are you uh, ready to be quizzed? Oh, I am. I have a nice 10 question quiz for you. Mm. People at home for oh, listening, boy. you can play along as well. All right, are you ready, Tyler? Yes, I'll give it a second, too, before I answer, if anybody wants to think about it. All right. Hello, and welcome back to the Timbers from the Spot game show. I've got my contestant, Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing today? Oh, just amazing. All right, very good. We're going to have 10 simple questions for you. You get, what are you wagering on? How many out of 10 do you think you'll get? I want eight. Eight? If you get eight Eight. out of 10 correct, I will give you five dollars. Wow. Five whole dollars. Thank you so much. Are you ready? I am so ready. Who on the Portland Timbers had the highest passing percentage? Passing percentage. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to... Hmm. 
be Claudio Bravo, but I don't think it's Claudio Bravo. It could oh, Diego Chara. I think it could be Diego Chara. He's my number one at the moment. <laughs> uh, oh, it could be a sub. I, it could, oh, uh, this is this is like people who have played a certain. I guess it like some subs, but like this isn't gonna be like a trick question where it was like, because technically it's Joe May. Because he, he was like four for yeah, four on passing. But people who like played a lot, you know. Yeah, but then so, also subs like Loria, Valeri, uh, they count, you know, people who have like. Paredes Pochive. Paredes Pochive. People uh, who. Moreno. Bill, Bonia, yeah. they all count. Wow, this. okay. There's a lot. Um, yeah, and then you have like the whole starting lineup, so. Uh, okay, so I'm going to say it's not somebody that starts, though. Just because there's too many passes that they could have missed throughout the night. Like Diego Chara, I think, has played too many minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. I know Loria was up there for assists. Um, not that that has much correlation. You've got 20 seconds. 20 seconds, okay. I'm going to start timing you because you're going to take <laughs> No, I know. Okay. Um, oh. 10 more. I'm, I'll say Loria. I'll say Loria. He didn't get enough minutes to have enough bad passes. You should have stuck with your gut. Was it Charles? Diego Chara. Oh. Diego Chara led the Portland Timbers. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. He just doesn't miss. He just doesn't mess up. He it does, doesn't really make he sense. He does not it miss. Does not make, it does not make sense. He probably has the most significant tackles, too. He does not miss. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. uh, technically, first is Joe May yeah. with 100%. Polo with 92, but he only but he played four count, games. Yeah. Diego Chara, 87.4. Wow. Honorable mention, second place is Zambrano with 86. Oh, Zambrano, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's. Two players are yeah. tied for the most assists. Who are they? Tied for the moment. Okay. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Okay. I'm going to say Sebastian Blanco. No, no. I'm not going to say Sebastian Blanco. I'm going to say um, Jimmy Chara. And Five seconds. Chara and Bravo. Oh, you should have stuck with your gut. <laughs> no way. Jimmy Chara, you got that yeah, one right. Yeah, okay. I knew that and... it was Jimmy. Blanco. It was Blanco. Okay, yes. I figured maybe he didn't get enough time to get, so he got a lot of assists yeah. when he came back in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And as you mentioned, Luria is second. They're tied with seven. Luria, yeah. Luria has six. Okay. Okay. Who drew the most fouls? Two are tied. Oh, I actually think this one might be Paredes. So I'm gonna say Paredes is one of them, and um. Might be Mora. I'll say and Mora. And you got one correct. Oh. Mora. Oh, was Mora. Okay. Forty-one yeah. fouls suffered. Okay. Diego Chara. Chara. Okay. Also I was with forty-one. Chara too. The defensive midfield is running these stats. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we okay. do play a lot through a defensive midfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just mean, remember Paredes is hammered. far down the list at thirteen. Really? Second wow. is Asprio with thirty-three, which oh, makes sense. Oh, Asprio would have been a good one. Jimmy Chara, Luria, a couple of our wingers there. Yeah, okay. All right, question number four. Mm-hmm. Who had the most offsides? Dyron. Final answer? Yes. You are correct. Yes. Eight offsides. Valeri was second with seven. Valeri was second? Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's surprising. In his in his limited minutes. <laughs> yeah. Dyron just likes to run offsides. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who played the most minutes? Oh, it's got to be Diego Chara. 
No. Mm. Could be a center back. Could oh mm? could be Bra no, Bravo missed. I think it might be Chara again. Five seconds? Yeah, I'm gonna go Chara again. Wrong. You were right with your thinking on the center backs. Oh, it was. Okay. Zuparic with yeah, 2,700 okay. minutes. Wow. Second so is Van Rankin with only 2,450. Wow, so he really almost had 250 okay. minutes more than anyone else. Okay. And then Diego Char is one minute behind Van Rankin. So he's third. And then it all just kind of starts to fall off the list. Yeah, yeah. I figured all the attacking players weren't going to. Yeah. Steve Clark would have been up there more if he didn't have his injuries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking, Steve. I was thinking also Jimmy... But um, he got so down a lot, actually. So. And he got <laughs> called up to a cold game number two. Yeah. So. Who had the most appearances as a sub? Oh, as a sub. Um, so this doesn't count rotation. This is like in the game, subbing it. In the game, who has like, who was Geo taken off the bench and put in the game the most amount of times? Yeah. Um, oh. Could be Pochive or Paredes. Pochive got more appearances towards the beginning. Um, it's not anybody on the back line. Um, let's see. I hmm, I'm leaning Paredes. Pochive. Five seconds. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll say Fochive. Final answer. Yeah. Wrong. It is Diego <laughs> Valeri with 19 sub-appearances. Really? Yes. Wow. Yep. That's interesting. Made 19 appearances as a sub. Luria is second with 13. Luria, Blanco yeah. is third with 12. Fochive wow, was... is fourth with 11. That wasn't that far off. Okay. Valeri's surprising, though. Yeah. I am surprised by that because I feel like... Well, definitely in the second half of the season, he got, like, not that many. So that has to be mostly from the first half of the season, beginning of the season. But Who yeah. had the most successful dribbles? Oh, I actually think that that might be Bravo. I'm going to say Bravo. Final answer? Yes. No. It is Dyrone. Really? Wow. Yes. Dyrone with... I don't know the stat pulled up really quickly, but let me... Find it because yes, Dyron Espria completed forty four dribbles. Bravo is second with thirty six. Okay, okay. Because I know Bravo was up there for touches, definitely, or definitely tackles, touches. I mean, yeah, that makes sense though. All right, with our seventh question. Oh wait, sorry, eighth question. Who got the first yellow of the season? Oh, first. So is that regular season? Yes. So that's probably against Vancouver. Yep. Uh, oh, I cannot think that far back to think of who got a yellow in that game. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Chara, though. Don't um, guess Chara. I will no. give you that hint. <laughs> okay, Don't okay. guess Chara. Um, am I allowed to look at the lineup for that game just to see who was playing? It's going to show you who got the yellow if you look at the lineup. That's true. Okay. I'll I will that. tell you the lineup. Yeah, though. okay, okay. It is, I mean, the big, it was um, Bravo, and then, yes, Bravo, Zuparic, Mabiala, Van Rankin, Diego Chara, Williamson, 
Espria, Valeri, Jimmy Chara, Mora. I'm just going to throw one out there and say Jimmy. It was yeah. not. It was Dario. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, the back line is definitely a better guess than... <laughs> yeah. All right. Who scored and assisted our first goal of the whole season? Who scored and assisted our first goal against Marathon? Against Marathon? Oh, yes. boy. I think it was Mora that scored, but that's... Uh... That's I don't think you'll get these assisters. Uh, I couldn't believe it there's myself. There's multiple. Well, uh, no, no, no. Sorry. For uh, that, that's for the next question. No. Oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say more for the goal, but that's also a guess, uh, educated guess. But um, oh, assist. Um, I'm not gonna guess it. Hmm. I'll say Williamson because he started in that game. You got Mora correct. Okay. It was Van Rankin. Oh, I actually almost went with Van Rankin, but I didn't think that he... Wow, okay. Now, who scored and assisted our first MLS goal? Okay. What game was that? Against Houston. Against Houston. Um, Scored and assisted against Houston. Um, Was that... That was the full team. Correct. Yes. Pretty um, much full team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the score in that game? 2 1. That was 2 1. Okay. Um, oh, I Jimmy scored, I think. Lineup was Bravo. Or it wasn't a full lineup. Bravo, Bill, Maviala, Bonilla, Paredes, Diego Chara, Aspria, Jimmy Chara, Luria, Bodily. Okay. I. Oh! Hold on. Bodily got a secondary assist. Uh, we're not looking at secondary assists. No. no. I, did he, though? I don't remember. I, not, there was definitely a game that Bodily got a secondary assist, and I think it was it was close to that. I think it was this game. I think it was, yeah. I'm going to give you a bonus point yes. just, just for that. Thank you. Just for that knowledge. Um, and I think it was Jimmy Chara that scored. Um, the actual assist, I... Dyro? Bodily to Dyro to Jimmy? You have one of the names correct. They're just in the wrong position. So Jimmy says to Dyro. I said one of the names wrong. Wait, what? That was... One of the two names that you listed is wrong. Oh. And one of the other names is in the wrong position. Okay, so Jimmy assisted to... Okay, so <laughs> now you've got both names wrong. <laughs> okay, okay. Dyro scored. Yes. And it was assisted by... Bravo. This is by Bonilla. Bonilla. Oh, because Bravo's... Okay. It's so right position. No. Oh, wait, no. Wrong Bravo's side. left back. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I knew that would be very yeah. tough because yeah, I mean, this is gonna... Bonilla's like, only assist of the season. Yeah. Good oh, job remembering really Blake had the second assist. Yes, I, I specifically remember Bravo. I do remember this as well. Yeah. Well, Tyler, <laughs> you got... Um, Not very good. No. <laughs> yeah. You got 3.5 out of 10. We'll take Out of 11 possible points. Maybe so. I'll uh, I'll get you a quiz next time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a quiz next time. It'll All be right. some more uh, some more detailed things, I guess. All right. I'll so just try to forget everything I've looked yeah. at. Yeah. Oh no, I'll I'll pick out some more obscure facts from the season. All right. <laughs> Jeez. All not right. not necessarily difficult, but you know, just just <laughs> different, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this off season. This is going to be a very important off season for the Timbers because we're so close. 
Yeah. You know, we're there. We're on the doorstep. And now it's just a step harder because we've got to find a goalkeeper. Because, you know, Ibacic had one really good game this season. I can't remember which game it was in. I think it was the Salt Lake game. 2-1, uh, 3-2 Salt Lake. Yeah, it was at home, I think. Yeah, I think it was that 3-2 yeah. Salt Lake yeah. game. But, I mean, then he had an absolute shocker after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff is coming back from a major injury, and he's 33. I mean, he's had some shockers that mm-hmm. led to his not starting also. Yeah. Hunter is going to spend most of next season on T2, I would assume. Yeah, I don't think he should start. He No. Yeah, he needs to start on T2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeff is, I don't, you know, Jeff is a fine backup keeper. I don't want to have another 33-year-old starting. Yeah. We should sign a young goalkeeper who can come in and compete. Which is why we signed Ivicic, which is tough. He's like 26, 27 now. Yeah, I think. I think it's either you give Ivicic a chance, but you have to have a backup, like, ready to come in, or you have to sign one now and let them battle it out. I think we've got to sign somebody. Because Ivacic has not really shown that he's that guy yet. No, I agree. All right, he's not Steve. <laughs> so, that, yeah, it's, that's a big loss, actually, losing Steve today. Um, yeah, we could. I think we need to sign somebody. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily too young, because then that's another unproven. Well, I think we need somebody that's proven to be good, but maybe not necessarily has had the chance to be a starter somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that could be beneficial. Um because Ivicic, yeah, again, he just hasn't shown that he's the guy. I don't know. I don't think I fully trust him starting the first yeah. game of the season. So, yeah, I'd like to see somebody signed. You're telling me you um, don't think Ivicic will out-duel out- Matt Turner on the first day of the regular yeah, season? Yeah, I would argue that he will not beat the reigning uh, keeper of the year in the league. <laughs> what if we traded for Matt Turner? Oh, okay, good idea. Who do we get rid of? Uh, <laughs> you can have Eva Chich. Oh, yeah, straight swap, yeah. Okay. And I Jeff. think we'll take that. And Jeff, <laughs> two keepers. <laughs> Great idea, yeah. Uh, but I, I could not even throw a name out there that I could think of to bring in at the moment. Because I'd have to look at a list of, um, of keepers that, from around MLS that are up for okay. I mean, one name that I just see on this free agent list is um, Stephen Cleveland from Seattle. He's on yeah. a contract. Okay. He played pretty well when Fry was there. Mm-hmm. He had his mistakes, but you know he's definitely a younger guy. That wouldn't yeah. be bad to bring in. I wonder how his reception would be. <laughs> since, since he wasn't really like, are he's twenty seven? Dude, he looks so young. He does look really young. Oh my. Okay, but I mean, I don't think his reception would be terrible because he wasn't like a. Like, if Fry came here, his reception would be a lot different than Cleveland's. If Fry, like I don't think Fry six or seven would, games. I, they could not. No, of the, course They not. would never bring Fry. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like, Cleveland wouldn't receive that bad of reception. No, it'd be more of a, yeah, you let the Sounders come to a better team. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this is probably, I mean, before before Steve Clark leaving, like, let's just say we assume Steve Clark would be here. Or let's go through this press release really quickly by the Timbers. Mm-hmm. Um Portland Timbers have exercised the 2022 contract option on seven players and declined their option on three players. Timbers picked up the options of Diego Chara, Suparic, Paredes, Andy Polo, uh, Luria, Bodily, McGraw, and they declined the options on Jome, Jorge Gonzalez, and Manny Perez, and then Zambrano is out of contract. We're yeah. also in discussions with Blanco, Clark obviously but not anymore, Eva Chich, Van Rankin. This is our roster as of December 12th. Jeff, Hunter, Bonilla, Bravo, Mabiola, McGraw, Tui Loma, Zuparic, 
So the back line is pretty much just going to be the same as it was. Yeah. Bodily, Diego Chara, Jimmy Chara, Potive, Luria, Moreno, Paredes, Polo, Valeri, Williamson. And the forwards are Espria, Mora, and Escoda. Yeah, okay. I I mean, Blanco is not going anywhere. No. So, that, yeah. Um, and I would Ivic probably won't be going anywhere. Uh, yeah. Unless he so. decides to go back um, to to Slovenia. So I think yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I believe. Um, unless he decides to go back to one of the like his own Eastern countries, yeah. yeah Eastern yeah. European countries. A home club or something. Yeah. Um I Van Rang is gone, correct? At least as of now, yes. Yeah. Um, Which I we can discuss that right now. Do you think we should bring Van Rankin back? Yes or no? It's tough. Because, yes, he was good, but was he good enough to not go and get somebody else for probably cheaper and just as good, if not better, for that? I, I think that we can. Yeah. So I'm going to say let him go. Because I don't think you throw the reins to Bonilla. I don't no, think Bonilla's no, ready to be our starting right back. Yeah. Um, you know, we have to find someone different. Uh, Van Rankin, I don't think, is the answer. But I mean, As you said, we're probably going to have to pay... Upwards, close to like a million for him, if not a million, yeah. which is too much. That's not to discount his season, though, because I think bringing him and Bravo in was huge. And yes. that was one of the major reasons why we got Tomas Cup. Yeah. So uh, without him this season, I don't know if we make it. So I'm not going to say that, that's, that he should go because he had a bad season. But I just think in terms of... I don't think he had a good enough season. Yeah, exactly. For He should have been up there with Bravo, in my opinion, mm-hmm. if he's going to gonna stay. Um I don't know who we bring in in that case. I don't know. But I think we can get a younger, maybe not as proven, kind of like a Moreno. Yeah. To come in, um, which is kind of what Bravo was almost. Well, mm-hmm. no, that not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Bravo was proven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we can find somebody like that. I mean, I think we can even find someone like the MLS to look at. You know, yeah. I, don't think it's, I don't think it's that crazy. I, I, you know, I wish we hadn't got rid of Farfan. Would've been kind of nice to have right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I think he could slide in. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know why we declined the contract option on Joe May because he'd be a nice cheap left back backup for Bravo. Because yeah. Lord knows we need a full back backup because right now we have none. Right now our starting back line is the same as it was except for Bonilla and for Van Rankin. And then if someone on the fullbacks get hurt, you put in Bill. You yeah. Know, I mean, Bill even could slide in, but I, I, yeah, I don't think he should. No. <laughs> but he did play well, I will say, when he's played out there. But he just isn't the kind Bro, of... Bro, he got a red card in the Colorado game. Because he was true. out of position. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, three back. Don't my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Help us all if we go to a three back. No, we should not. No, we should not go to a three back. Not. No, that is not, um, not the right... No. Yeah. Um, and it needs to be somebody that's going to be getting up the line, attacking. Yes. Because um, that's just the way that we play. So, um, I don't know. I think I'm trying to look through a list right now. of. Um, oh, okay. So, Jorge Marrera is a free agent currently. We could bring him back. Throwing that out there. Hey, um, even a Chris Duvall. I mean, he played well. Yeah, you know, he and Bonilla can be a nice back and forth until one of them solidifies the spot. Yeah. He's not going to be too costly, you know. I I don't think that would be that bad of an option. Uh, Let's see. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's tough to, it's got to be the right fit. You can't just bring somebody in to bring somebody in. Yeah. Is the thing. Um, and I mean, we know that we need some more positions too. I'd like to have a center back. Yeah. <laughs> We've been saying that back. all season. Um, nice young center back. Yeah. We'd like to have, I mean, I think a, I think a young, like a, like a really young center midfielder. One who will good. eventually replace Diego Chara should he ever slow down. Because yeah. right now, you know, we have, obviously, Williamson is going to be beside him when he comes back. Paredes, while showing how good he is, I, I don't quite know yet if we can, like, I think he can get to the point of being Diego Chara's successor. Maybe not, obviously, as good as him, but in, like, the way of being a ball-winning six and whatnot. But I think we do need to sign someone who is a ball-winning, like, a young ball-winning six yeah. who could possibly then, like, get better to play alongside either Williamson or Paredes because I'm assuming if Williamson comes back and is playing very well, mm-hmm. he will get a Europe move in a year or two. Eventually, yeah, maybe. Um, the injury did not help with that, though. No. So there's a chance that he plays well and he still just stays. Yeah. Um, I think if he didn't get injured and he made it through the season and he played just as well, if not getting better, because he was getting better, mm-hmm. he might have been gone right now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... Good for us, I guess. It sucks that he got injured, obviously. Yeah. Um, for his career, it, I, I don't know. Because, I mean, I don't think he would have gone to a big European club anyways. No. Probably a, maybe a second division team somewhere, if not a first division in a lower league. Maybe like Belgium. Or... Yeah. So, I mean, not that it was going to be a very big move anyways. No. So, I, for his career, I think it might almost be better for him to stay in Portland. Yeah. Honestly. Because I think if he has another really good season... Um, which I hope that he can stay healthy, then that could be really good. Yeah. So and for the national team too. Hopefully, we can get into the national team this year. Which is going to be tough with the World Cup coming up. Yeah. Well, that that's his goal. I think is to get into that World Cup roster. Yeah. But the thing is, the last qualifier is in March, and then you know they'll probably they'll schedule some friendlies for warm ups, and so he has to play well enough to get into those friendly squads and possibly yeah. make the World Cup team as a guy who won't play. Probably, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, the last uh, friendly wasn't looking too good. Like, well, that's because we but... <laughs> had all MLSers, and well, some of them were terrible. Yeah, exactly. That's because he started yeah. Roldan and Acosta. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we just looked bad. Realistically, he probably has to beat out Busio. Yeah, and Busio Which... has started to play very well for Venezia. Yeah. You've, still, you've got Tanner Tessman, who's starting to play there a little bit and is looking very good. I mean, the, 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 the midfield for the U.S., while not at the moment is stacked, is looking like it could become very stacked. Because it's, you've already got yeah, the starting yeah. three, which are set. Yeah. You've got you've got Adams, McKenney, and Musa. That's set. Yeah. It's gonna be like that for a while. It is it's not, just who can back these guys up. It's not in Williamson's favor. Yeah. Because the <laughs> backups yeah. that at least are like playing a lot, you know, you have a backup like Busio, but he hasn't really he hasn't really been like that much in form until recently. And hasn't looked that great for the national team just because of his physicality, but he will eventually be a backup eight for the mm-hmm. U.S. team. You know, you need a backup more six to fulfill Musa. You need that backup or backup ten. I mean, yeah. fulfill Musa. You need that backup six for Adams. And so it's. I mean, Williamson can play the eight or the six. Yeah, obviously I think better in the eight. Better in the eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, which for the Timbers is more a six, but. Yeah, but he's, a, he's more advanced six. It's, yeah, it's more of a... Yeah, yeah. 
when him and Char are in there, Char sits back more and he goes, yeah. Up. Yeah. So I guess it is more of a 6 8 10 kind of only. Yeah. Um, which I, that also, I think that helps us if he can play all season. I think that's a good look mm-hmm. instead of having the two that sit in. Um, yeah. Which is better defensively, but again, it just we invite the pressure. So when you have a guy like Williamson that can push up, it helps a lot with uh, breaking up their midfield. Too. Yeah, and then so. I think another position we need to look at is a young Cam, because yeah, I think it Cam, you know, because Blanco, for as good as he's looked this season, could just have a Valeri falling off the cliff. Yeah, I hope you know, not. At I mean, any point, at yeah. any point, that could happen to either him yeah. or Diego Chara. Yeah. And so we need to be ready for that. And so we need to sign a young Cam, who we can slowly grow into it. You know. Which for now we're okay with Jimmy to slide yeah. in if we need to. For even, like a game or two. But yeah, I don't want that to yeah. be the whole season. Even Moreno, I think, can play Cam. I think he has. But yeah. I don't think that that's the, the fix here. Yeah. Um, which we don't need to get. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't see Blanco falling off, honestly, like Valeri. Yeah. But that was... Because that Valeri, you could kind of see it coming. I don't mm-hmm. know. Blanco's still the best player on the field. Yeah. he's playing. So... I think, like, Valeri, even last season, was not the best player on the field when he's on the field. So, it, I think it's a little bit different. Same with Diego Chara, but there is going to be a point. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more of a retirement than a they're bad and they're out of the team. Yeah. So, which that could be in the next two, three years. It probably will be for Diego Chara. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't what is he, 36? Yeah. I think he was at least 40. That'd which be is, crazy. I, I think that's his goal. I think he said that. Which is, that's crazy. Yeah, I played at least 40 in the defensive midfield. Yeah. Jeez. But uh, I think I think where we can say the position we're set on is, I mean, it's striker and wings. And I yeah. think maybe that's that's really it. And that's the guy, it. and it's, yeah, and then maybe center defensive midfield. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got Fochibe, Paredes, um, Williamson. Williamson when coming back, and then yeah. Diego Char, And that's a nice set of that's very nice. For the, Four that you can rotate for through. For this season, I think we're pretty set at the moment, honestly. Yeah. It's really, I mean, really, it's just besides getting a, a new right back, which, you know, maybe Bonilla has a great offseason. Maybe, and a great yeah. preseason. Yeah. And they trust him enough to just bring in, like, a, a like, a not, a, like, not an, uh, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, an outside <laughs> signing that's supposed to come in and take the right back starting yeah, job and yeah. said someone that, like, will sit behind Bonilla, and then, you know, maybe... I think that might be what they do, is they let Bonilla try for a couple games, and then they sign someone in the, yeah. night, in the summer transfer window, should That's everything true. go awry. Yeah. I mean, we do start the season in two months. months. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that long. No. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's really enough time even to... Especially, the team is pretty tight at the moment. I, I don't know. I, it is going to be tough to bring somebody in and just slide into that spot in the next, like, month. Yeah. Because they're not coming in right now. It's going to have to have to happen for a keeper. For a keeper, it's going to have to happen, yeah. But the keeper's a little bit different, too. Um, yeah. The back line, that's been a big issue the last couple of years. Yeah. Just having the back line, like, cohesive mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I don't Yeah, I don't think this is a season where we need, really need to have home run hits with big players. Yeah. Except for maybe keeper if we want to be aggressive there. Maybe, but I don't know. But, I mean, yeah. the thing is, uh, I think where we, I think it's just that we need to be signing young players right now. Yeah. Because a couple of our players are getting up there, as we said. But we also have a good, nice young core. So we need to start getting those younger players in to succeed the older players and build into this recycling roster. Because if we keep pushing for... Because the thing is, we need we don't need to push for a win now. We've shown that this this squad is good enough. Yeah. You know, we don't need a drastic move. Mm-hmm. You know, that we have a good squad and we can 
sign a couple players, younger players that'll because I mean Moreno really wasn't expected to play that much this year. No, uh, yeah, and they ended up I mean, becoming really good, and that can happen with another like U twenty one DP or I mean we have a we have a DP slot now, or we're gonna try to get a DP slot. We, if that's what they want. Yeah, I think we probably could. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just move some money around, get a DP, and it, sign and a young DP center back, or a young DP midfielder. Yeah, which that could be the talk to them with Blanco. Honestly, that mm-hmm. might be why he hasn't signed it because they're maybe saying, "Yeah, you don't got much time left." Maybe. Well, Let's... that was what I saw in the rumored agreements was that it was I think it was a DP contract for one more year and then it moved down to. With the TAM games, whatever. Yeah, whatever, yeah, not Whatever the stupid. I'm <laughs> yeah, obsessed I know. with bro. Don Garber, yeah. listen to us, bro. <laughs> nothing's changing. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> we know nothing's changing there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it makes sense to have him not be a DP coming up. Yeah. If he's willing to take just as much money, almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, look, I feel we'll like... Pull, we'll pull it into Miami. We'll buy you a house, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, like, we'll buy on, you a on. house, bro. Just... Literally, just keep so it nice. under the books, bro. Just buy a house. Uh, put it here, here. Okay. Uh, what we can do is we can put it in my name, Blanco. You can live there, but look, it's in my name, so they'll never know. Yeah, and then like, if he wants to, and we can have slumber parties. Yeah, like if he wants to, we can like evict you because it's in his name. But like, he won't. I won't. If you're promising, unless you start like, playing bad. Unless you start playing bad. If you start playing yeah, bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we, on the streets. Well, like, we'll like give you a view up in the hills. You can see the stadium. It'd be so nice. Yeah. Until, until you can't, if you play bad. So. Until you play bad, and then you, well, then you, then you'll have a nice view of the stadium from the floor, from the ground. Yeah, you might have to live in the stadium actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. The locker room could be cool. Well, you can yeah. still have your old house. You know, you just you just have this much nicer one. But again, you better not play bad or. Yeah, yeah. That's. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and every own goal, uh, you might be in the stadium for the night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. For every own own goal, for every game we lose, I change the locks. <laughs> I so. gotta figure out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to learn how to uh, pick locks. Just okay. <laughs> look up the lock picking lawyer on YouTube. So. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, yeah, I think this team is solid. I don't think there's much. We there are teams that have to worry about a lot this off season. We don't. We do not. Yeah, we can roll out with these with the Steve Clark house. news. We have to just a tiny bit. Yeah. Because again, as we talked about, Jeff's getting. I mean, Jeff might be fine. Might be. I don't know. Jeff, I don't fully trust Jeff, honestly. After some of the performances, yeah, I don't really though, trust Ivacic, and then obviously I think Hunter's a non-factor because he's going to be with yeah, T two. No, yeah, yeah. And so you know you have to you have to get one more. That's the biggest. At question. least, if you're going to start Ivacic, then a safety option. Yeah, I, and that's, I, think, I think that's the same thing with Bonillas. I'm fine with giving Bonilla a chance, but we must have a safety option. Yeah. We can't just roll into... I, I assume we're going to sign two fullbacks. One to back up Bravo, one to back up Bonilla. But if yeah. we don't sign... Like, if we only sign a backup left back, That's you know, not, you yeah, know, I don't want to roll that. without a backup to Bonilla. I'm, backup I'm to Bonilla, fine so. with letting him start. At that point... But we must have a backup ready. It's Bill. Should things go wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want point. it to be yeah, Bill either. Yeah. But yeah, our priorities need to be keeper and right back. Yeah. And then, because people like Zach McGraw will go with T2 probably yeah. for a little Which bit. Which is good. At least. Need... Blake will go with T2. T2 backup is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we need young guys who can, you know, because McGraw is 25 and he's really never played at all. You know? Yeah. Bodily is 24, 25 and has not really played at all. You know, we need young 21, 20 guys who can come in and actually, like, be Moreno's. But hear me out. In the final, Diego Valeri subs in at right back. Thoughts? No. 
Could you <laughs> could you imagine? Let's just if, let's just who, who's popping up on the left wing. If we're playing, I know he's going to be gone at this point. I know he doesn't play left wing, but entertain the thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're in the final against the New England Revolution. Uh-oh, Bonilla goes down. What's that? It's Valeri coming in a right back. Oh, no. New England has switched over Buchan- Tejon Buchanan to the left side. <laughs> Tejon Buchanan yeah. is now running at Diego Valeri. Here we go. Valeri had the best game of his season, arguably, when he subbed in at right back. When did he sub in at right back? He subbed in for uh, he subbed in for Van Ranken in the final. Yes, but he didn't play right back. But he came in for Van Ranken. <laughs> we don't have Van Ranken anymore. <laughs> so Diego Valeri. Oh, no, no, no. I think you don't. I don't think you're understanding that. <laughs> we could probably beat Valeri in a race. You understand that? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, I, I understand that, yeah. No, I, I'm... Yeah, no. If you put Valeri on the right uh, right back, every left wing, left mid in the MLS is licking their lips. I'm pretty sure I'd rather have Valeri in keeper, actually, than a right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think, I think so as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, this is, this is not that important of an offseason in terms of signing players. It's more about staying healthy, getting the same group of guys back. Yeah. And just running it back. And then having those backup options should we need a bit of depth. Because again, we're getting Polo back. We're getting Williamson back probably a few months into the season. Polo should be ready as soon as the season starts. That'll be good, yeah. Jeff should be ready pretty much at the season starting, I think. I think what he tore is... Was it like his kneecap, I think? Something with his knee, I think. His, yeah, yeah, and that was, I don't know, like the summer, early summer... It's been about six. It'll be about eight months. Yeah, yeah, he might be out like a month. He should be back. To the season. Uh, Eric Williamson tore his ACL in August. He's been in training for months now. So, or at least a month. Yeah. So he'll be back at some point. Yeah, a few months into the season because it takes about 9-12 for an ACL and he's been out for, by February, he will have been out for about six months. Yeah, okay. And then Polo has been out for, you know, long enough. Long time. And he's been training for a while too, so. Yeah. He'll be, he should be ready, yeah, which is going to be a really good sub off the bench. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I that's a guy that I fully trust rotation. He's just as good as Dyro and Jimmy to go into a game. Yes. So. Yeah. And he can even play a little bit of center defensive midfield should need be. Yeah, so he, he's a really good guy to have back, actually. Yeah. And thank you, Charlotte, once again. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, much. thank you. Yeah, that is a that is Thank a you for being help. bad. Yeah, even not taking Bobby Allo, that's huge for us this season. So, because uh, I saw Hey, should have taken Steve Clark. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, I wonder where he's going to go now, actually. That's, yeah, I really don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. But nowhere as good as here. Can't wait so. to put three past him. Yeah. And we'll be chanting Steve. I know that. So. We will, we'll, we'll be chanting for him. When we, yeah, we will. But wherever he goes. They will, yeah. So. He'll, be, he'll be like, they wow, should. I thought you were supposed to be. Well, he'll be great outside of when they play us. Yeah. Because, you know, we're just so yeah. good. Yeah. Can you imagine if he comes... Back to Providence Park, and he pulls another Columbus. <laughs> Steve is secretly oh, playing no. for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, big brain. We let him go so he can go to the East and do that for a team over there. Oh, And meet smart. us in the final. Yes. And then let us do it again. Yeah. That's a good idea. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's the whole Timbers thing. Timber Office is thinking five steps ahead of all of us. They're actually still paying him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this, this is incredible. Wow. <laughs> 
You've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Steve Clark is leaving the Timbers, but he's with us in spirit because he will help us later. Yes, yeah, so and we are still paying him, like, not legally, but, like, it's, it's like, he yeah. just, like... Like, Tyler and I, like, the, again, this is, like, with the house thing, you know, the, the Timbers are paying us money, and then we're paying Steve. Yeah, yeah, like, some of the funds from the podcast go to Steve. Yeah. So. Which we are not embezzling at all. No, We are not no, embezzling no, no, the no, Timbers no. money at all. I don't even know why you would mention that. Don't think that right now. We are not embezzling the money. No, no, we, we, would, we would never. We would never, no. Uh, no. I would never embezzle the money <laughs> I, and I invest no. it I, all into cryptocurrency, which fails instantly. <laughs> we, we don't have a lot of Ethereum. We, no. No. No, we would never. No, I didn't no. invest all 100,000 of the money into Shiba Inu coin. <laughs> <laughs> and we gave it to Steve. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So well, he has, of, Steve has a lot of Shibu. Shibu Inu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course he does. Yeah. That's the only way you can get deals done these days. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is yeah. It, it might be a quiet off season. Uh, probably. Besides the keeper, and then a couple small backup positions. I wouldn't expect too many rumors. Uh, if not, it's not going to be too much. What was that one rumor from? Uh, <laughs> like midway through this season, I think it was. There was a big player. A center defensive midfielder in like Argentina, I think. Like a 19, 18 or 19 year old, I think it was. Oh, yeah. So there was that. Yeah. But uh, there was a, um, like an old guy. Falcao. Oh, Falcao. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Falcao was no coming to the Timbers. shot we're getting <laughs> Falcao, bro. I, I, I don't, don't want to. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want Falcao. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as cool as that would be to have Falcao on the team. He makes no sense. It does not make it. He wouldn't even play. He's, in my opinion, he's below more in his Goga, probably. Oh, yeah. So, there's no reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, one last thing, I guess. Our player of the season. Wrapping it up. Besides Dyron. Yeah, I guess besides Dyron. Because he was actually... I mean, he is... Yeah, that's who I would say. But besides him, because he actually so was. Besides Aaron, because he actually was the Timbers <laughs> Army Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, please. Oh, I'm going first. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was, I was waiting for you. I thought <laughs> thought you were speaking through it. Um, see, you know, obviously the answer could be more because he had the most assists. Yeah. Uh, what? The most but, goals. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, but that's a little yeah. too easy. It could yeah. be Blanco because he helped re- reignite the comeback. That would be too easy. That's true. I'm going with my guy who I've hyped up all season long, Claudio Bravo. Uh, started out terribly and just turns it all around. I actually and ends up becoming agree. one of our best players. He that is what I was gonna say too. Yeah. I mean yeah. just an incredible season. We we wanted I mean people were calling for him to be like, you know, obviously we couldn't bench him. We didn't have a left back option. Yeah, yeah. But I mean he he was terrible. In he, the was, first, he was in the first like six or seven. Well, if we're being honest, he could not defend on the wing at no. the beginning. Yeah. And he, he figured it out though. And yeah, I mean yeah. it was such a great actually, job. Actually you know what? It, it was the Seattle game. Again, yeah. it was a Seattle game because we listened to the post game on that, and uh, Gio was talking about how Blanco or Blanco, how Bravo turned it around. He had always believed in Blanco. I keep on saying Blanco, <laughs> Bravo, um, and how this was the Bravo that he knew that was there, that he had seen, but like he just hadn't shown it. Yeah. And yeah, um, the, our best player in five, maybe not our best player, but he's up there in all of our playoff games. Mm-hmm. Um, in the final, he was great. In the RSL game, I think he might have been our best player. Yeah. So. Well, we had a yeah. lot of best players in the RSL game. That's true. Everyone was really good. That's true. Everyone was really good. Yeah. But Bravo especially stepped up. 
Mm-hmm. So I actually it's also pretty Hear that, Claudio but, Bravo. Yeah. You are Timbers from the Spot Podcast. Certified. Certified player of the year. And Dyron, we obviously would have picked you, but you know, you know, we you were already the Timbers Army player of the yeah. year. So yeah. I'll throw I'll throw out a most improved to uh ah, well I guess Bravo could be yeah. most improved. But also I'll throw out to Paredes. Yes. Because Paredes also turned out to be one of our best All right. players. Who's your Timbers so, coach of the year? Co- oh, um, um, oh, uh, 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 Kill Porter, oh, uh, Giovanni Severus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to thank you guys uh, so much for listening to us this year. This was our first full year of doing this. We'd like to thank you guys for listening to all of us. Uh, we will be back sometime in January. Um, with some we'll figure it out we've got some things in the works i hope that everyone listening has a very happy holidays i hope everyone stays safe from this virus that's going around and i hope everyone has a very happy new year tyler said it perfectly thank Thank you you guys very much uh go timbers we hope you enjoyed this episode follow our twitter and instagram where we will have live commentary during games and posts about when we release new episodes also, if you have any soccer-related questions or comments about the episode, feel free to send them to either of our social medias. Our Twitter is at TimberspotPod, and our Instagram is TimbersFromTheSpot. Thank you guys for listening, and go Timbers!